The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast 59 to 14. 59 14, the Raiders slap the hose in their own house in Invesco Field. Broncos management was handing out Preparation H by the case before the fans left at halftime. We'll talk about that and more here on show 288. Before I get into this week's show, I have to mention this because we got to fill up the house, folks. We got to bring the nation to the Mecca. We got to fill all the seats of the Coliseum with the silver and black, and the Raider Nation is ready to roll, and the Raiders organization is ready to give you two for one tickets. That's right, two for one for the Sea Chickens game and the Kansas City Chief match of the frickin' century, for us that is. Two for one, man. Get your ass in a seat. Scream for the Raiders. Show them you gotta be there, man. You gotta be there. If you're within reach of my voice, you must be at the Mecca of the Coliseum. Find a train, a plane, an automobile. Get your ass in a seat. Because, man, if we turn this thing around like I think is possible, it's going to be one hell of a thing to witness. You don't want to miss out. Two for one, never seen it, never heard of it, and it's happening for the next two games. Okay, on today's show, there'll be the post game for Let's Slap a Ho this week. That's right. <laughs> it's Raiders week in Denver, and it was Slap a Ho week here. In Oakland, I love it. <laughs> We're going to talk about that amazing performance by our team. We haven't seen it in too long. And then, of course, a pregame for the Sea Chickens. And if they tell you they don't like it, because chicken is a, a feminine kind of thing, so you can tell them, well, I'll just call you the Seacocks and get it over with then. And I love it. We're going to hit talk about that game, because we should be hitting that on all cylinders and ready to go for a blowout. I'm hoping. I'm praying. And that's what I'm seeing. I see the performance happening. We'll hit the bone line because it is off the charts. <laughs> Record bone line performance for you guys, the fans. I can't put everybody on. I wish I could, man. The show would be too long. So I'm just going to pick some out there and throw them on out there. So check it out, man. The bone line is off the hook. Got You guys are great. Everybody's excited. And you should be excited because we put some enormous points on the board against a most hated division rival. Well, shit. Let's get into that story right now. The Raiders. Slap a hoe! And I'm a Bronco fan till the day I desire. Won the Super Bowl twice in a row. Won it 97, 98. That was a while ago. On the past couple of years, the team has been lost. First, I have to say this. There was not one major sports media network that had the Raiders anywhere near to victory at all. Everyone had picked the Raiders to lose. It was doom and gloom all over the sports if we got any love at all. Mostly, I see our team gets kind of brushed to the side by all the East Coast teams. Not a surprise here on the West Coast. And it doesn't matter. The division rivalry has lost a lot over the years, and I think it's not because it's not as important or not as good as games. It's the mainstream sports media putting the kibosh on our Oakland Raiders. It is not a conspiracy theory. It is the way it freaking is, and we all just have to live with that. I love to be hated. Fuck those guys. Excuse my language, but I got to drop an F-bomb right now. The media had no hope for the Oakland Raiders. The fan base, however, was a different story. As could be seen by the only thing left in Invesco Field at the end of the game, it was blacked out by Raider fans who traveled across country, across the world. The Raider Nation is one of the best traveling teams in the NFL, folks. The fans flocked from all over. Raider Mike was in the house. There were a bunch of Raider fans there, and they were so treated by the Raiders to a fantastic, absolute slaughter of our hated, most hated by me, Denver Bronco Hose. 
Now, it didn't look like there were too many fans in the house, as was seen there. A Denver Post uh, was, was quoted as saying that the Denver fan base has dwindled quickly since Shannarat has left the building and McDougal's has been at the helm. Shannarat was their best hope, and the owner got punked, and it was great to see. <laughs> you didn't see Pat Boland anywhere in the house because he was home before the half. One of the priceless things I must say about this game is the continual look from the camera at McDougal's face. He looked like a 13-year-old kid that had been caught smoking some blunts in the basement. He was embarrassed. He couldn't even look at the camera. It was so beautiful. What a fucking game the Raiders put on. What a show. What a tremendous effort against one of our most hated foes. I can't even tell you. I can't even get it started. The Raiders came out with meaning business. They they meant business, and the Broncos didn't know what hit them. Jason Campbell with a play fake, sets in the pocket, floats one to wide open. This is going to be Zach Miller inside the 20, the 15, the 10-5. Touchdown, Oakland, and way too easy. 43 yards, and Zach Miller was all by himself. There was nobody downfield with the tight end. The Broncos didn't know what hit him. Orton with the play fake. Pocket collapsing. Kyle sets and throws. Pass going to be picked off down the east side line. 2015, 10-5. Touchdown, Oakland. That's Chris Johnson, the seven-year corner out of Louisville. And the Raiders, just like that, with their second touchdown, a 30-yard interception return by Chris Johnson. 13-0 Oakland. Until they looked at the scoreboard, and it was 14-0. Tebow in the uh, pistol set. Gronkowski, the tight end, now in motion left side. They run the option, but here's the end-around flip to Demarius Thomas. Thomas is going to be pulled down right at the line of scrimmage, bounces the ball off the turf, but they're going to say no fumble. With that coach's challenge, by the way, the Raiders have challenged. Prior to being down by contact, the ball belongs to Oakland with the 21-yard line where they recover. Counter trade left side, McFadden is going to walk into the end zone. There wasn't a blue jersey within a yard and a half of him. And then 21-0. to zero. And then 24 to 0. Left footed kicker, Dondo, snap, Leckler down. Janikowski, of course, will rip it through. 24 to nothing, the Raiders are. Miller goes in motion left. They give it to McFadden. Has the left edge easily. Bangs down to the Denver 8 yard line. Third down and goal, Raiders. Uh, the Denver 19. Look at the motion. McFadden to Campbell's left in the gun. Slot right. Campbell screen to McFadden. A block and he may go. 10, 5, lowers his head. He's in. He's on the goal line. Touchdown, <laughs> Raiders. And the last four yards were pure McFadden. He ran right over Ronaldo Hill and knocked his helmet off. And it kept going. And every time they scored, we answered quickly. There are so many <laughs> kudos that have to go around to this team. But I'll start right now with the people I've been bashing the hardest. That's coaching. The offense was imaginative. It was like a breath of fresh air. It was like the first breeze in the spring. There was nothing mundane or pedestrian about the play calling. It was so imaginative. I mean, the swing passes and the blockings and, and the formations. It was just a great effort. I can't even tell you, man. I mean, Chris Johnson returned pick six on the first offensive play from Kyle Orton. Deflated him. Like a balloon. <laughs> and we had unsung heroes. We had tons of them. Nick Miller. What a guy. He was a sung hero. Zach Miller in tight motion left. Here comes a blitz. They overload it. The Raiders right. A lob down the sideline for Nick Miller. He went up. He made the catch. Is he inbounds? Yeah, he is it. inbounds at the nine-yard line. Jacoby Ford came out of nowhere. Murphy got a got his shoulder blade messed up. Jacoby Ford came in, stepped in. Valdir went from left tackle to center when Satelli had a small concussion. Chris Johnson. Michael Huff, Rolando McLean. Tyvon Branch. Mike Mitchell. 
Brandon Lloyd goes out wide right, one-on-one -on -one with Johnson. Three receivers left. Kelly forces Orton up in the pocket. He cocks the throw, did not throw. Now a run, 20, dives, fumbled the ball. Picked up by Tyvon Branch. The Raiders have it on the Denver 14-yard line. Another takeaway deep in Denver territory. Kyle Orton trying to run for the ball. Run for the first down of the ball. Poked out of there by Mike Mitchell, who's having a great game. And Tyvon Branch picked it right up off the turf. Shane Leckler, Sebastian Janikowski, the list just keeps going on and freaking on. And every time I say those names, I am sure that you guys can hear it, you can feel it, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, here are some of the highlights of this freaking game. First of all, it's the 100th game between the Raiders and the Broncos. The 100th game is in the books at a 59-14 slaughter. I mean, how many times you got to beat a hoe? I mean, that was a record set by the Oakland Raiders for most points in a game and a division rival, no less, in the Raiders' history. We absolutely sucked the life of the absolute last breath of the Broncos' season. They are done for the year, I will tell you right now. Not only just win this contest, we have emasculated these guys. They got nothing left, man, for anybody. Watch them burn from a distance. <laughs> we are still number two in the AFC West just for now until we see the Chiefs. We got a 2-0 division record. We have restored some insane confidence in this freaking team. As a Raider fan, I have to say, man, I am so happy to finally be walking proud, having everybody tell you, check it, man. People are telling you about your team, about how unbelievably great they were. We humiliated the Broncos. And their entire fan base, man. Josh McDaniels apologizes. I mean, let's just get to that right now because, Randy, I got to have you do this. McDaniels postgame conference. <laughs> it was great. You got to check out some of the things he says, like, we have to put our name on something every week, and we got to put our name on this. I love it. Do it, Randy. There's a lot of things that have to go right. Uh, you have to do well in order to stop teams that are good running football teams from running the football effectively against you. Uh, and we did a lot of those right last week and um, probably not very many of them this week. And that's, that's really all it comes down to. There's a lot of people that have to do the job well in a running game um, you know, to stop a good running football team. Yeah, we, we can't play very good football in the first quarter. Um, you know, and uh, it seems like we, we wait too long to get going or to get into the flow of the game, and uh, that's a combination of coaching and playing and trying to prepare our team to play better early in the game because uh, we certainly haven't been able to get out in front of anybody. I, I, I just don't, I don't think that, um, you know, if you have a team that's competitive uh, most of the time and, and then we come out and we're just, you know, in a word, uncompetitive, um, you know, I think that that's coaching, playing, you know, we, we obviously weren't ready to go um, and never really got ready to go. So um, it, it certainly wasn't just about X's and O's. I mean, they, you know, they ran the runs we practiced this week. They ran a defense we practiced this week, and uh, we didn't execute nearly as well as they did. They deserve a lot of credit. Uh, they played well. They did a lot of good things. They had some new things in there that they showed us for the first time that, that were effective for them, and uh, we, didn't, we didn't do uh, much of anything good today. We've got to... We've got to be able to play at the same level, coach at the same level every game. And, um, you know, we, we, we can't get ready for some teams and have a, a good game plan and execute the game plan right uh, and play them very competitively and tough in, in certain areas um, and then come out the next week and, and, and fail in every other aspect. Um, I, I believe in my heart that this team is good enough uh, to play a heck of a lot better than what we did today. Uh, but we didn't do it, and we didn't coach that way either. So, um, you know, it's up to us to find a solution and, and try to become uh, a lot more consistent as the season progresses here and find some answers to some of the things that certainly are troubling us right now. I love it. 
Darren McFadden's career day, 194 yards and four TDs. Here's the handoff to McFadden. He sneaks right through, runs for a first down, breaks a tackle, he may go! 20 of the Broncos, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! Raiders! McFadden goes 56 yards for a touchdown. And Darren McFadden is having the best game of his professional career. McFadden, 16 carries for 165 yards, three touchdowns. Fantastic day for number 20. And nearly 200 yards combined rushing and receiving for McFadden. I don't think they can stop the run. I told you guys on my last show that we needed to run the ball down their throats. And the screen passes and the use of Zach Miller, Jason Campbell throwing the ball on time. I mean, four TDs for Darren McFadden. He is the number one running back with total yards per game in the league. I This is the time. I mean, this reminds me of Charlie Garner days, man. Charlie Garner and, and Wheatley. With him and Bush, and Bush is no slouch. He contributed huge. The blocks he made, the carries he made, everybody contributed. 506 total yards of offense! 506! Set a record eight touchdowns. Club record five rushing touchdowns. 29 first downs. Seabass seven touchbacks, a career record. 328 rushing yards. Two Raider touchdowns, eight seconds apart. I'm about ready to have a stroke just reading this stuff, man. Check this out. The Raiders' offensive drives in the first three quarters ended like this. Touchdown, touchdown, field goal, touchdown, punt, touchdown, punt, end of half. Next half, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. <laughs> We got a defensive touchdown by Chris Johnson and kept going. Lamar Houston's fumble recovery should have been a touchdown. Valdir's run blocking was off the hook. Jason Campbell's quarterback expertise was unsurpassed in his career. Marcel Reese, not a slacker. Backs are split behind a pro set. Reese and Bush, Miller in motion. Campbell takes handoff to Reese, led by Michael Bush. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Raiders. A bulldog who continued to play hard through the entire game. Seymour showed up huge with Zach. Nick Miller, of course, 32-yard first career reception. Mike Mitchell, like I said, going five for six in the red zone. 10 penalties for 94 yards, but who gives a shit? When you're dominating, 15 yards is a mean as shit. I've told you this guys a million times. Penalties hurt us a lot when you play to mediocre. When you play hard and you're dominant, who gives a rat's ass? Tim Tebow nowhere to be found. I'm sure Shanahan had the biggest smile on his face ever. As did Al Davis, which is kind of a wild thing to think about in the first place. Raider Nation, I have to tell you this right now, that there's every reason to be overjoyed with this team. When you have a team that puts up 59 points, man, you got something. That's just not a lucky win at a division rival's house who's already won. He's got the same record as you. This team looked like somebody abducted them. <laughs> the aliens <laughs> abducted them in Denver and replaced them with somebody else. Super freak, super freak, super freaking yow. What a great day for the Raider Nation and all who wear the silver and black. Kudos to the coaching staff for their play. Kudos to special teams coaching. Kudos to the defensive schemes. The man-on-man -man coverage was off the frickin' hook. Kyle Orton with the, you know, the amazing uh, passing game that Denver had come into this game with was absolutely shut the fuck down. They couldn't run, they couldn't pass, and they couldn't hide because the Raiders came after them, grabbed them by the nose, 
and kicked them in the ass all day long and didn't let go. The Raiders put their foot on the Broncos' throat and kept pushing and pushing and pushing until their head popped like a grape. Oh, no. I am so happy that this happened. This is one momentous occasion that you can hang your hat on and talk to any Bronco fan. Can't wait till they come to Oakland. Can't wait till the Broncos come to Oakland. Do you think any fans will be in the parking lot? I doubt it. There'll be one or two. Take it easy on him, will you? This is a momentous occasion, Raider Nation. This is one of those things that happens that could spark a big-time turnaround. I'm looking for it. I'm watching it because we got to go into a big, tough game this week. Halloween has got to come on the Raiders. We have to have it down big time. We have to take down the Sea Chickens at home in Oakland on Halloween. And as long as I'm talking about it, I'm going to move on to that story. But before I go, i got to say this. Thank you, Mr. Davis. Thank you for putting together this team of players that is starting to show some promise after all these years. McFadden, Bush. I mean, (laughs) the list goes on. Mitchell. I mean, Huff. If these guys play like I know they can play, like we've seen them play, there is nothing, and I mean nothing, that can stop them. And the thing I think is most embarrassing, not for me, but mainly for sports media in general. And it's tragic because I think it's a real injustice to a lot of teams, not just us. But we get no love, and we won't get any love until we're in the playoffs. And even then, I can tell you, if we make the playoffs, they're going to be telling everybody on the news, ESPN, BSPN, and all these other assholes are going to be saying, oh, the Raiders got lucky, or they don't deserve to be here, or I don't know how they ended up here. And not until we make it again to the Super Bowl and win will we be considered champions. I don't really put a lot of water in that bucket because I don't give a rat's ass what those assholes have to say about my team, and I really never have. You've gotten no love from them from now, and I don't want them sucking my ass when we start winning. All I want them to do is what they did this week. Savor this, Raider Nation, when you have guys that just can't even talk about the Raiders' win, that gloss over it like it was just a bump in the road. That gives me great joy because that makes me know that they can't apologize, they can't neutralize, and they can't minimize the Raider Nation and the Raiders' performance because we were there, we saw it, and I don't give a shit what they say, but they got to choke it out, man, and I fucking love it, and that is all I have to say about that. All right, let's get to this. The pregame for El Pollo Loco, (laughs) a.k.a. that's the crazy chicken. And that's what those sea chickens are. They're crazy. They think they're coming to Oakland and get a victory up in our house this week. That's what I'm saying. I am Matt Hasselback. Them other teams don't know how to act yeah. Our team is special, man, and it's a fact yeah. Tony Romo, hey, yeah, you blew the snap yeah. Uh, yeah. I am Matt Hasselback yeah. Them other teams don't know how to act yeah. Our team is special, man, and it's a fact This coming Sunday, Halloween, October 31st, the Oakland Raiders host the Seattle Seacocks at the Oakland Alameda Coliseum at 1.05 p.m. The game starts and the action starts here. The Seahawks 4-2 and two, and the NFC West leaders at the time at 4-2. and two. That's pretty tough. It's a weak division, um, probably the weakest in the NFC, but they're one of the, one of the top four teams in the NFC, believe it or not. So far, they've lost to the Bronco Hoes, 31-14, and the Lambs, 
Both those teams the Raiders beat this year. I know it doesn't mean a lot. Well, it really does. It means a lot to me because that says a lot about this team. I can say this pretty sure. If we played a game half as good as we played last week, we should be able to dismantle these guys in our house. The crowd noise was a big contributor when they played the Cardinals last week, and it made a big difference in their penalties. They had 10 penalties for 90-some-odd yards, and, uh, well, you know what that means. Now, their star left tackle, Okung, is out for the game, which is good for us because Hasselback I am that Hasselback. just freaks out like a chicken with a head cut off. When he's under pressure, I think that's pretty damn funny. So Marshawn Lentz is their running attack. They do have a decent attack, but that's, of course, when their offensive line is healthy. And I think that the Oakland Raiders defense can put pressure, and they need to on this cat. We have to stop the run. Chris Henry, which is their fullback, has just gotten into the mix, and he could be a threat for the Oakland Raiders defense. Now, our special teams should be able to do some damage on their kicking team. The line on their kicking team is extremely weak, and we should be able to get a block punt or two. Now, listen to me talking about our Oakland Raiders. They got to play like they played last week. We need to play like we played last week. You know, Walter Thurman is another uh, up-and-coming star, defensive back. Uh, I think he's a free safety. He's working hard at, at the, getting the number one job. They're banged up, folks. The Seattle Sea Chickens are banged up. They have a good run defense, too. Our offensive line is going to have to do some serious work, and Jason Campbell is going to have to be put in the same position to really pepper this, this, this defense with some short screen passes. I mean, I think if we use the imagination from last game, we should be just fine. The big difference here is going to be intensity. The Raiders need to come into this game meaning business and wanting to make a definite change in their whole Karma Sutra. We need to win two games in a row to have anybody else take us seriously. Not that it matters to me, but it kind of does, really. I like the fear that the defense is starting to put into our opposing teams, and I know that the Sea Chickens are no doubt about it fearing the Oakland Raiders defense especially the front four, because we can't put pressure. And Hassle Chicken <laughs> is definitely uh, one of those that are vulnerable to pressure. As long as we can keep their running game in check, I think we can definitely keep their passing game in check. Uh, Mike Williams, their star wide receiver, has done some pretty good catching. But then again, man, we got Asamoah. And our secondary was just stellar last week. Now, Raider Nation, I'm telling you, man, you got to get your ass to the park. This team can be beat, and we can be the ones to beat them. Be there and witness it. Be there and help, because I'm telling you, the 12th man against the Seattle Seahawks team is, is imperative. We must make noise in this game. It makes a big difference. And Pete Carroll, fresh off the USC train, has done a very good job with his team, patching it up and putting together some really imaginative play calling. They have a very diverse play calling offensive coordinator in him, and he really does some good imagination, uh, some good plays, some good trick stuff. So we have to really be in our game. The Oakland Raiders have a good opportunity to come up and uh, be at 500, believe it or not. And, and you know, as much as I'd like to say we're going to turn the corner, I can't say it. Until I freaking see it. The Raiders have to be sick and tired of being one-week wonders. And, you know, they got to be sick and tired of not having any kind of winning streaks. Because if we're going to do something, we got the Chiefs after this. We need to make some doggone noise. We have the team for it. We have the coaching now for it. We have to blitz and pressure this guy and blanket their receivers and just shut them down. We can do it. We've done it. It's just a matter of what team's going to show up on Sunday and who's going to be healthy. Lewis Murphy has a bruised lung. Oh, so he's doubtful. So now our wide receivers have already cut down, but we've had people step up. 
We have to have this team step up. Johnny Lee Higgins, we got to get some people up in here. The running game has got to continue. Bush, McFadden, Marcel Reese, that combination, Cartwright, we have the guys that can make it happen on the on the ground. If we can demoralize their defense on the ground, keep them out there all day, do some great things in turnovers, special teams playing well, there's no reason we can't be 500 by the end of the day, and that would be a glorious thing, especially at home in Oakland. Don't forget, Raider Nation, we got the two-for-one going on. I have never seen such a thing. Be there, man. If you can get your ass there, get there. Be part of the nation. Let's make that stadium rock. We can do it. I've heard it before, and we can do it again. Our boys are coming home. We got to put some noise out there, and I hope the team that played last week can show up again because if it does, it will make this Raider fan insanely happy, and it'll be a definite mark in a turn that we've been talking about forever, it seems like, on this doggone corner. I'm sick of this fucking corner. I want to make it down to the straightaway, if you know what I'm saying. We can beat the sea chickens or the seacocks. We just have to be willing, ready, and able. And I know we have the talent and the coaching. Let's get this done, Raiders. And that is all I have to say about that. It's time for the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Get on the bone Throw us a bone. You guys have been just melting this phone right off the doggone hook. You guys have been really contributing. It's great. And if you don't get picked on the bone line, man, change up your style. Do something different. Try something, whatever. You know, the ones that get on here are the ones that we just think are a little spicier maybe or a little bit more imaginative or, or you know, whatever. It doesn't have to be any of that either. Sound quality uh, makes a big difference and... And time. So, you know, check it out. Do your best. Throw it out there. And sometimes you're going to get on there. It's just the way it is. I love you guys. And the first bone line caller will be my very good brother. I can't wait to see you, man. The Crusader. Raider. From the UK to the Bay, brothers. Check that out. Hello Raider Nation, this is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling you from London, England. Well, next week he'll be the Keith Smith Crusader Raider, calling you from Oakland, California, and really looking forward to the trip. This weekend we're looking forward to being very hospitable hosts here in London, as we welcome the San Francisco 49ers and the Denver Broncos to our fine city. And we'll be treating them to all the sights and spectacles that we can offer them here in London, uh, views of the palaces and the castles, using the buses and the taxis, seeing all the sights and everything else. Oh, and there's another 59 things that we can talk to the Denver Broncos about. 59 things that we can really, really ram down their throats next weekend when they come to London. I know some of you guys think, oh, why would you go and watch the Denver Broncos and the 49ers? Well, when you don't get NFL football uh, that often, to see any game's great. And this year, I can go to London, fully dressed up as a Crusader Raider, talk about 59 points to every Denver Bronco fan that I happen to see, talk about just one win to every 49er fan that I can see. I can't think of anything better to do on a Sunday afternoon. Looking forward to travelling, uh, say, next next week over to Oakland on the 3rd. Uh, me and Dave will arrive in the Bay Area uh, late Wednesday afternoon and really looking forward to tying up with every, all our friends uh, throughout that week uh, that we're there in the Bay Area. Um, this Saturday, the Crusader Raider has had an invite from... Uh, Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner, to go and share brunch in London. So I'm looking forward to that and going on to uh, meet Roger Goodell at his hotel here in London when he's over here for the International Series match. And I shall be putting questions to uh, Roger about the Raiders and and obviously last week's record-breaking score. Guys, really looking forward to seeing you. I'll keep you short and sweet because I'm sure there's lots of people that have got uh, things to say to you this week. There must be 59 bone call liners all coming in to say what they want to say this weekend. Uh, fantastic result. Looking forward to seeing you. Keith Smith, Crusader Raider. I'm out.
Yeah, you can dole out a little bronco hoe pain. That is great. Yeah, you can do it, man. You and the other Red Nation out there in England, you let them have it. Along with the 49ers, the uh, 1-6 and six team. Yeah. Good job, man. I can't wait to see you guys. We're excited. I know you are. Uh, have a great trip, my brother. Next, we have somebody who was there. My good brother, too, man. RMP crew hitting the bone line hard here. My man, Raider Mike. Raider Greg, this is Raider Mike in Denver Broncos territory. They're introducing the Broncos. Already got a loud Bronco fan in front of me yelling Raiders fuck, and I keep yelling Broncos back at him. But anyway, I feel good about this game. And I'll be calling back again. Raider Mike in the house making the trip, man. The guy scraped it together. You know, this ain't cheap. Raider Mike was at an epic game. Can't wait to hear the rest of his phone calls. I love it. Next, we have a good friend we met in Tennessee, man. This is Raider CEO Pride in the house. This is Raider CEO Pride. We're Raider fans, so keep your head up and never fear. I know it hadn't been all pretty this year, but we'll destroy the Broncos today. We're a more talented team. The record's the same as ours. We'll beat them today. We'll beat them again on December 19th. After today, we'll be a Kansas City Queep away from leaving the AFC West. Raider CEO Pride out. Great Raider fan representing out there in the Smoky Mountains, man. Thanks for the call, my brother. Next, we have another very good brother and a great Raider fan. Right here, man. Raider Ed breaking it down here from the Coachella Valley with his posse. They don't roll small up in there, man. They come in big. What you got, man? This is uh, Raider Ed calling from the Coachella Valley. I'm sitting here amongst 100 Raider fans at the Eagles Lodge in Coachella enjoying the sweet victory of the Bronco Hose going down. Raider Greg, you said it, baby. They must have been listening to you. We didn't win this game. We didn't come out and kick ass. And we might as well just hang it up. I think uh, it's a positive game. Go week by week. We still have the AFC West. So shout out to all the Hampton that live in the Coachella Valley. If you ain't watching the game at the Coachella Valley Commitment to Excellence Raiders Booster Club at the Eagles Lodge of Coachella, then you're missing out because this is where the brotherhood and the sisterhood really stands out. Thanks a lot, Raider Greg. And uh, we'll see you in two weeks at the Chiefs game. We'll be there, baby. We'll hook up, take some pictures, drink some beers. Out of here. Bye. Coachella Valley representing big time, my brother. We'll be we're looking forward to seeing you guys at the Kansas City Chiefs, or shall I say, the condiments. That's right. Ketchup red, mustard yellow, and mayonnaise. Look forward to seeing you, brother. Next, my man. Raider Steve from Las Vegas. Sounding good, man. Hey, Raider Greg. This is Raider Steve in Vegas. Let me say something, man. If anything could make up for last week, it's this. I fucking hate the Broncos, and this is fucking awesome. 59 points so far, and it's not even over. I love dropping the fucking pain on these punks. I hate these bastards. This makes me feel really good. But you know what? It doesn't mean anything unless we win next week. And I hope the Raiders don't dish out all the points they have for the rest of the year in this game, man. I hope they take this and run with it. Because i got to say, what the fuck is up with our team, man? Off last week. They destroy teams this week. Now, if they could just do this two weeks in a row. Clear the talents there. Let's go, Raiders. Bring it. I'm out. Well, Raider Steve, you must bring your father into the fold once again and bring him back into the couch, bring him back into the game. And you should actually bring his ass to Oakland, brother. Anyway, thanks for the call, my friend. It's nice to know 
that everybody is thinking the same thing. Who is this team? Next, my good brother Raider Jaime comes in from Bakersfield. Let me say this, man. The guy has been saying this all freaking season. The Raiders are going to get better. They're going to improve. You know, he, he's been positive from the draft. Check it. Raider Greg, Raider Randy. It's Raider Jaime calling at Bakersfield. Man, how about that game? You know what? This is a fucking team that we envisioned after the draft. This is how they were supposed to play. This is how everybody expected them to play. And you know what? I know, yeah, we lost fucking last weekend I mean, to the fucking Niners, but you know what? Right here, this, this definitely shows who we are. Man, these guys fucking played stingy. They didn't even let the Broncos fucking have that last fucking touchdown. I mean, what does that say about our team? They played great every, on defense and offense. It was a fucking all-out effort. I just hope they continue to play like this. We need consistency. And I just hope we can... Uh, man, we're, we're 2-0 in the, in the West, man. And um, things are looking good right now. So, you know, let's just hope, um, like I said, we just got to have that consistency and uh, we could be in the playoffs, man. And I am talking about the playoffs, man. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. You know, just because, you know, won one game, people are still going to say we're, uh, you know, heckle and jekyll. But you know what? Fuck, no, this is who we are, and this is who, this is who we're going to continue to be for the rest of the season. And I'll put fucking my life down on it. I'm out. Raider Jaime. Way to lay it out, my brother. Consistency is what we need, and I look. it looks to me like we're going to have it. Thanks for the call, brother. And we have a first-time caller, Raider Schmitty from Portland, Oregon. What's up? Raider Greg, this is Raider Smitty from Portland, Oregon. Long-time listener, first-time caller, and oh my God, I can't believe what we just did to the goddamn donkeys. <laughs> 59 to 14, a beautiful thing. I actually lived in Denver for about eight years, and it was fun to call all my friends and laugh my ass off. Oh, it was fucking beautiful. Later. Bye. Well, you know it's always nice to reach back to the old hometown and slap a hoe. I love it. Next, we have Raider D from the IE. Let's hear it, man. <laughs> This is a D Raider calling from the IE, and I just want one thing to say. Hell yeah, that's how you put your foot in a Broncos ass. 59 points. Man, I thought we was going for an all-time record. Raiders, I'm going to tell you, all we got to do is play half as good as we did today, and we can make it into the playoffs. But, I, I, you know, we take a victory like this, don't get your head too big. I mean, mine's already big, but... Take a victory, ride it, get ready for next week. It's time to put another foot in somebody else's ass. All right, Raider Nation, I'm out. You got to love that description of your foot in the Broncos' ass. I love it. Second call for Raider Mike, who went there to see the game. The guy is off the hook, crazed. The Broncos. Fuck them Broncos. Fuck them Broncos. Hey, this is Raider Mike. Fucking excited, baby. What the fuck, man? What has this kind of game been my whole entire life? Raider Mike calling live from Colorado in Denver. And I have to say, man, this was probably the best game I've ever witnessed in my life other than, you know, the championship game about eight years ago. I'm just saying, man, I, I, I can't even remember the last time we blew out a team like this. Maybe probably the Chiefs, that, that 27 nothing game, or, or uh, you know, maybe a few other games. But, man, what a fucking game. And I tell you what, the Bronco fans, yeah, they're, they're not all that, man. It's, it's a whole different atmosphere than Oakland. That's all I got to say. And uh, can, you, can you believe this? I get back to my car, and uh, the – the parking uh, lot tenant or somebody wrote me a ticket for not displaying my parking ticket. I mean, how can you do that when, uh, you know, 
you paid to get in. I mean, that's ridiculous. But anyway, other than those unfortunate things, the Raiders are so flying high, baby. Love it. And um, I don't know. I'll have to call back when I when I'm not trying to get killed here in my car. Anyway, go Raiders. What a fucking blowout. I am so stoked. Woo! Can you feel the excitement from a fan who was there in the house? You just got to love it, man. They got to do this in Oakland. Next, we have Obi-Wan Raider with a little comment on the mediats. What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Obi-Wan Raider here. I know I called in already, but I just saw something right now that just pissed me the fuck off. Everyone wants to talk shit about our boys when they do bad. Oh, the Raiders always shoot themselves in the foot. They shoot themselves in the foot. I'm sitting there watching NFL Total Access with Rich Eisen, Deion Sanders, and Steve Mariucci. And you know what this punk-ass, no-good, lying, back-talking son of a bitch Deion Sanders has to say? Oh, Oakland's just trick-or-treat. They just surprise the Broncos. How do you surprise a pro NFL team? If they're surprised, you need to go back to fucking college. They want to talk shit when we don't win. When we win conventionally and kick somebody's ass, you'd think at some point the pundits, the mediots, the idiots would fucking give us our due. That's why I can't stand fucking NFL Network or punk-ass BSPN. Call it like you call it. You say you talk straight, Deion Sanders. We'll talk straight about the Raiders. We went into uh, Denver, and we whooped some fucking ass. Obi-Wan Raider, out. Here's my son, Matthew. What do I say? Whatever you want. Uh, the Raiders won to the um, Broncos, and that's my uncle's team, and he's going to be so um, mad, and uh, he's going to find a way to make them win, and he always goes to their games. Broncos suck. And that's how they roll, brother. They'll never give us the love. And thank you, Matthew, for that take on your poor uncle. That's got to be funny, though, brother. <laughs> Next, of course, we have the queen of North Carolina, Rada and Alicia, breaking it down. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Annalisa out in North Carolina. I'll try to make this short because I'm sure there's a lot of people calling and trying to get in. But um, I just, you know, I'm sure you've already covered earlier in the show about how it's the record points scored for us and how we're 2-0 and in the division. That's just awesome in terms of division games at least. And uh, I just want to say my favorite part of the game was how Cable got mad at the defenders whenever Bronco or the Broncos scored their first touchdown. And I think this attitude and goal of perfection is what's going to turn us around and win us games, and I'm just so tickled pink. Like, I was just so happy. I had a big grin on my face just the, just during the whole game. But anyways, I hope you all have a great week, and go Raiders. That's right, man. Cable was not backing off. He wasn't backing down on anybody. He did not want them to score one touchdown. That's tenacity. That's the Raider attitude. And thanks for pointing that out because, well, we need that back in Oakland. Okay, hold everything. This is Randy speaking now, and I've got to squeeze in an extra call here that came into the bone line after Greg finished his show this afternoon. We have a call from none other than Raider Bitch in Denver. She went to the game, she wants to tell us about it, and I just couldn't leave her call off the show, so I had to turn on this funky microphone and squeeze in this call. So... Here she is. What up, nation? Right a bitch. Calling from Denver. Wasn't going to call because uh, I think I'm still in a drunken stupor after attending the game. Holy shit. I kid you not, I had to tape my jaw to my face because it was on the fucking ground for the first eight minutes. 
all happened right. I was in the south end zone. It was insane, and the nation fucking showed up. It was sick. The stadium was empty, not even fucking around by the third quarter. It was so awesome. Nation was there, hardcore, but my, my brothers and sisters, I have to ask of you, can we burn the Russell jerseys? Come on, guys. I, I, I love my nation, but really, I know, I know the jerseys are expensive, but how the fuck can you wear a Russell jersey? little embarrassing as a fan, but, man, I got to say, thanks to my nation, uh, things got a little ugly towards the end of the game. For some reason, bitches think they can come up and try sweating some of me. <laughs> yeah, bitch learned her lesson. Uh, you know, but it was an awesome game. It, it, we'll, I'm sure you're going to go over and above all of the recap and everything that happened. I mean, it was just just sick. I mean, all the records we set. Uh, you know, again, how much of that is coaching and how much of that is desire to just go in there and kick some divisional ass? Who knows? Who cares? It's sick. Uh, let's keep it up, guys. My nation. Peace. Yeah, I agree with you on the Russell jerseys. Those things have to go. I saw a guy walking down the street wearing one the other day, and I just kind of shook my head. I'm not sure who you went to the game with, but it's too bad you didn't run into Raider Mike. He was sitting there all by himself. Anyway, Greg, you can have your show back now. I'll talk to you guys in another five years. Next, my good brother from South Carolina, the Double X Raider. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, the Raider Nation, it's the Double X Raider. And I was calling, man, I'm sure the bone line is blowing up. But whoo! Man, did we see that ass whooping coming? Man, we laid it down. We laid it down on them donkeys, man. We stepped on them donkey necks, man. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the hell's going on? Man, I, you know, the play call was, was, was much better than the 49er game. And before I go on, this, this game right here shows you that we have the players to make the plays. We just got to get them to play like this all the time. And it makes you wonder how in the world we lost all those games earlier this season. I mean, we know why. We know what a breakdown was. But when you see a performance like we did on Sunday, there should be no reason why we shouldn't be undefeated or, you know, one or two losses. Because that, that game was just, was just awesome, man. I just sat there and looked at it and just couldn't believe it. Man, I was just like in disbelief. I'm like, these are the Raiders. But, you know, it was coming. I knew we were going to blow up on somebody. I just didn't know when. You know, I was hoping to be on Pittsburgh, but, hey, earlier the better. Now, hopefully we can build upon this so they can build upon this and put some more ass women down, man, because we need to put some ass women down and get, and get the NFL world rotating in the right direction. Now, I've got a couple changes we need to make on offense. We need to sit down Hayward Bay. I know he was sick, and he must have been uh, – must have been, uh, let's see, uh, airsick. But we need to put Jacoby Ford in there. We need to keep Lewis Murphy in there, hurt or healthy, and maybe and maybe a, a dash of Higgins for our wide receivers. Because once again, other than Lewis Murphy, our wide receivers were non-existent, non-existent. So Jacoby Ford has been catching pretty much everything thrown his way, and also. You, what we could do, too, instead of throwing Higgins in there, we put Nick Miller, put him in the slot. Because that, that dude, man, he's, he's been a strong player, man. They just need to get him the ball, man. That, that guy, he can, he's another Wes Walker, man, in silver and black. He can do these things, man. But the game was outstanding. The defense played actually pretty decent. Um, I was waiting for them to fold up because, you know, usually we give them one big play and we kind of gave them one drive for the touchdown. But other than that, man, I was kind of – Impressed by the defensive play, I was glad they didn't break down and cough it up, but or at least put more, let more points get on the board. Even though we had a route going on, man, but we actually left points on the on the board, man. Because the fourth quarter we didn't score any points, and we should have put sixty bones on them fools, man. Just because, man, to make the make the NFL world stand up and take notice, and hopefully, and I mean this sincerely, hopefully we can use this man as a catapult, man, to get out. Get our season in order, because when we get past Seattle, then we got a big KC showdown, man, which could decide a few things. So, 
hopefully we can do that, man. But uh, I'm not gonna hold it too long because I know the bone line is probably exploding, man, with with joy and pleasure. It was an awesome game. Love seeing the Raiders finally show up in all three phases of the game. Man, I was I was thoroughly thoroughly happy, and my phone wasn't blowing up. <laughs> so that's always a good thing. All right, Raider Randy, Raider Greg, and Raider Nation. This is Double X Raider, and I'm out. Yeah, DHB should sit down anyway. And, uh, well, just Nick Miller, needless to say, got to be on the field. And Jacoby Ford was catching everything. Our team is starting to blossom. Let's hope it doesn't die in the vine. We got two big games coming up, like you said. Let's just let's just cross our fingers and hope the real team shows up. Next, we have Raider JP from Cypress, California. Lay it down, brother. What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? Once again, you guys are awesome. This is Raider JP from Cypress, California, and I'm just calling because yesterday was freaking amazing. It was uh, it was really really good to see the fucking Broncos get a beating. They got the, the shit beat out of them. That was really nice to see. Uh, I don't know what the fuck is in the air in Denver, but every time our boys go go down there, they fucking just open up cans of whoop asses on those motherfuckers. So um, I'm wondering if we can move our practice facility to Denver, practice there Wednesday and Thursday, and then fly back and beat the shit out of people in uh, in Oakland. So anyways, I'll make it uh, short. It was nice to to see a fucking beat down like that. I've never seen anything like that. Um, and this week, hopefully we can continue that. Um, cause we play the Seacocks and a buddy of mine from work, Eric, the Seacock lover. Um, you him have a big bet going on. So hopefully we can pull it out. All right. Thanks a lot. Red nation. Peace out. That's pretty damn funny. Eric, the Seacock lover. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> Pretty funny. But Eric's going to have to hold on to his seacock <laughs> while we beat the shit out of it. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Next, we have my good brother, the Aztec Raider. We spent time watching this game, brother. <laughs> Raider Greg, Randy, how's it going, man? This is uh, Aztec Raider calling you from uh, Santa Rosa. Hey, Greg, man, it was it was great finally getting a chance to meet you, man. I had lots of fun with you and Corner Jorge hanging out out there at the round table here in Santa Rosa, man. It was just, man, who the fuck was that team who showed up on Sunday? Man, who the fuck was that team, man? Who was that, bro? I, I, I could barely recognize that damn team, man, but God damn it, they played so fucking well. Uh, Campbell had a great day. I would have liked to see him go a little bit more to the wide receivers. But overall, man, I mean, you can't really complain about a fucking ass raping to the we handed to the Broncos this weekend. I'm so fucking happy. Ooh, when we when we do shit like that, I just I just wish they could do it at home, though, man. Could they come home and and do? I'm not saying hey, put up 59 points every week, but fucking dominate these guys, man. Mike Mitchell had a Great fucking day. He had a forced fumble in the day. I mean, towards the end of the game, shit, we we had fucking Bowler in there. I saw Ricky Brown come in a couple times. Backups were playing against these guys because we were just, yeah, we were just scoring at will yesterday. We were just fucking scoring at will. McFadden had a fantastic fucking day, man. That kid blew the shit up. He finally showed us why we took him number four overall. I'm just. I'm just hoping now let's see if they can carry it to the next week and let's see if they can get another big win against Sea Chickens. All right, Raider Greg, this is Aztec Raider, and I'm out. Man, I said that myself. I'd love to see this game at home in person, but there's a lot of Raider fans that did see this game. Uh, let's hope we can bring this through and uh, take care of the Seacocks. Last but not least, the Uptown Raider. What's up, Raider Nation? Raider Greg, Raider Andy, how you guys doing? 
Uh, I'm going to make this short and quick because you probably have 75 callers or something like that. But Raider Nation, it's time to believe because teams do not score 59 points out of the blue. You, you, can't, you can't say this was a fluke because it's not. I think the Raiders have turned a corner, and hopefully we can keep this confidence up because, like I said, you don't, out of the blue, score 59 points. All right. I'm out. No, my brothers and sisters, this is not a fluke. It was not a fluke. It was reality, and it was big-time reality for McDougal's and company, and Denver will be shocked for decades to come, a game they will never forget, a game I'll never forget, and certainly a game that Raider Nation and Raider Mike will never forget. Incredible showing. We need to throw some games together in a row. If we can, we are there. We are on the edge, turning the corner. All the other phrases that you want to use, all the Tom Cableisms and the Hugh Jacksonisms about us being right there and and just if we do this and we just do that and we we're almost there and we're we're turning the corner and this is the week that we'll see and the big test is going to come up here pretty soon we play Kansas City the time is now we got to make it or break it you know the nation is hungry and now we're really hungry Raiders let's do this man we can it's hopeful you can see it happen I love it thanks for all your participation in the nation. I am Raider Greg, and I am out. <laughs> <laughs>